When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 330, Awareness, by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. Happy Saturday. Welcome back to another edition of OLD, or O-L-D, that is Optimal Living Daily, the podcast where I simply read to you from the best blogs and books I can find covering topics like personal development, minimalism, and more. And today's author is a well-known minimalist, that's Colin Wright, and he's teaming up with four other bloggers I read right here on this podcast plus five more for a total of 10 amazing bloggers to do a whole year-long course on simplicity. You can check it out at oldpodcast.com slash learn. And right now it's a discounted early registration price, but it does go up in about a week, so now's the time to get in. Again, just visit oldpodcast.com slash learn to learn more, and I'll give you a really quick reminder at the end of the show. But for now, let's get right to the post and start optimizing your life. Awareness by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. I have a policy about being aware. This doesn't mean being expert or even having an above average education about any particular thing, but I find it takes incredibly little effort to achieve a base level understanding of something and that such understandings in aggregate can vastly expand the scope of one's worldview. This is a contrast to how I once saw things. I decided at some point that because my attention is finite and because there's only so much time in the day, I'd keep away from things I consider to be unimportant. Pop culture and crafts seemingly unrelated to mine and fields of study that didn't seem relevant to anything. I wasn't disdainful of them, but I was willfully ignorant about them. I had decided what was important and what was unimportant and redoubled my efforts, my focus, my energy on the former while completely blotting out the latter. The flaw with this perspective is that you can't really know what's important until you do some digging and learn a little more than you'll come to know by happenstance. Further, it's unlikely you'll comprehend the importance of a single nail until you see how it holds together two other seemingly unrelated pieces of structural material. To decide that component is unimportant before you've seen it in action, and until you've seen it alongside and working in cohesion with other seemingly unimportant things, is to sell that thing short. I'm boggled by the utility and joy I find in things I once consider non-vital and therefore ignorable. I think it's absolutely possible to live a good life and get a lot done by fixating completely on one thing, but I suspect that doing so renders one unlikely to become a completely round, fully fleshed out human being. I don't mean that as a value judgment. I mean it in the sense that one is less capable of being multidimensional when one's focus is on a single dimension of life. If you spend your entire life seeing only red, you'll become a master at discerning between the many tonalities and tints, the variety found within that limited range, but you'll also be completely blind to a great deal of what happens in the non-red world around you. Can you find joy in a world made of only red things? Certainly. Are you more likely to find things to be joyful about and fulfilled by if you're working with a more diverse spectrum of colors? I think that's likely. This is an interesting topic to consider at this moment when there are so many forces squabbling over our attention, particularly here in the US, where the election coverage has come to resemble that of a horse race. What storylines then should one follow when there are so many to choose from? And particularly when so many of them prove not to be terribly important beyond keeping up with the gossip of the day, gossip which is highly discardable and which will be replaced by a new collection tomorrow. 
this is actually a wonderful example of how knowing a bit about a particular field can keep one from having to worry over much about the swirling, churning, day-to-day happenings within that field. The more you know about politics and the media, the less you actually have to pay attention to each and every specific. This may not be evident at first because many politically adept people are being pulled into the cloud of activity surrounding this election. But grazing on the subject allows you the freedom of not having to stuff yourself full on junk news all day, unsure of what you should be consuming and what you can safely leave on the plate. An awareness of what's real and what's hokum, what's clearly a message drummed up by click-addicted networks and what's actually relevant to one's own political stakes and overall mental map of the election, allows one to ride the wave of such a craze without drowning in it. A policy of awareness, I find, allows me to use my time and spend my attention much more intentionally because I know enough about enough to spend those finite resources of mine in a way that will help me stay intellectually involved without being consumed. This requires constant adjustment, of course, because you don't know how much is the right amount to learn about a subject before either deciding to throw yourself at it and become more thoroughly educated or to set it aside aware of the outlines so you can slowly fill the details in over time. But it's worth the effort. Deciding to be aware is deciding to take responsibility for what you know and what you don't know. It's recognizing that when you encounter unfamiliar terrain, it's within your power to map it out and become informed, adding that new map to your ever-expanding atlas of knowledge. You just listened to the post titled Awareness by Colin Wright of ExileLifestyle.com. And so Colin, in March of next year, will be doing a whole month-long course on travel because that's his specialty. He travels to a new country every few months and lives there. And that specific country is determined by his blog readers, which is amazing. So anyway, he's gonna be the course instructor for March. The other 11 months will consist of different topics like money, clutter, mindfulness, from all great instructors, half of which I read here right on the podcast. So if you're interested in that, come check out the year-long course at oldpodcast.com slash learn. A portion of the sale will go to help keep this show alive, So not only are you helping these authors bring more content to us, but you're helping me bring it to you, all while working on your own personal development. Again, just come by oldpodcast.com slash learn to learn more. And that's it for today. I wish you an amazing day, and I'll catch you in tomorrow's show where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us. And remember, your optimal life awaits.